All right, so I kind of thought for, I would make this quick, right? Because identity, mine's pretty simple and I'll explain that why later. Um, but basically it's pretty simple. It's that I'm a believer of God that loves and cares for me. So I know that's really simplified. And again, I'll explain that. Um, I didn't really want to just do that, right? I kind of did because I hate doing this. No, no offense, Sam, right? I don't like people looking at me, um, which doesn't make sense. I'm a professor, but we'll get by that. But like I said, I think it'd be come across wrong if I just set, stood up and said that, right? If I just came up and was like, that's my identity. That's the only thing I go by. That's it. And sitting up here in front of however many you are, that would kind of, a lot of you would think that's kind of weird, right? So I'll explain it. Um, so my identity, this is something that I also wanted to avoid talking about, uh, mostly because I don't relate to it as much, right? Um, when Sam emailed me, I tell all my classes, I don't ignore your emails if I'm not responding within a day or two. I forgot, right? Well, I definitely ignored your email for three or four days. I saw it right when it came in, so before I said yes. Um, but like I said, there's, there's reasons beyond that, and that's why I'll go in and just go into why that is. Um, for one thing, um, I can go my entire life without doing this and be happy with that, right? I can never talk in front of people and I'd be totally okay with that. I'm a simple person. Um, was there anybody here last time when I did my chapel talk? There's a few of you. It was towards the end of the year, so there wasn't very many of you. Um, so if you did raise your hand, hopefully you're more ahead on your chapel credits this year, right? But I had a picture of my family up there and I was wearing a shirt and I was wearing basically that same shirt when I was doing the chapel announcement. Well, I decided to wear that same shirt today just because I want to show you I'm a simple person. I don't like doing this kind of thing. Um, so I said, I don't feel a need to be in front of people very much. Um, I just don't think that's something I was talking to um, some people in my class yesterday of how I just don't have that drive to think I need to tell people stuff. So that's one, I don't really like doing this. Um, two, um, I don't really relate to needing to talk about my identity, to needing to really pinpoint that and come up about that, about myself. I 100% see that it's important. Um, I think it's very important to be self-reflective. Um, I do it, and I'm probably too much sometimes. Um, so again, I want to make sure I emphasize, even though I'm saying it's not really my personality, I think it's super important, and I'm glad we did it all year and we're still doing it. I think it's very important for everybody. All right, okay, so that being said, I'll go into my identity, okay? All right, so a couple years ago, we did a staff development um, where we had to list our identities. Um, that was actually really hard for me. Like, I couldn't come up with things. It just didn't naturally say, this is what I am, this is what I am, this is what I am, this is what I am. So I was struggling with that. Um, like I said, it's not really my personality to actually do that. Um, so when he asked me and I was thinking about it and I was coming up with this talk, I was wondering, why? Why, was I, why don't I do that? Why isn't it easy for me to say, oh, I'm, I'm a husband, right? I'm a father, I'm whatever, right? Why is that? Um, so, um, like I said, um, here are some of the lists that I came up with, because I like lists. So one is my personality, for one, right? I'm pretty dry, if you guys haven't got that yet. 
Um, have you heard um, of those personality tests, those Enneagrams? Oh, Dr. Best does. He loves those things, right? Okay. Well, whatever color those come up with for me, or whatever, it's not color. <laughs> number. Whatever number. Told you. Whatever that comes up with me, it's the one that doesn't care about those tests, right? <laughs> it doesn't want to do those tests. So that's, that's one thing. It's just personality. Again, I see that importance. Um, I actually think it's very important for those tests. I do find them important, um, and they help you know about yourself, and then more importantly, how to deal with people around you, right? So, for example, love languages, right? Those love languages. I am different, and I need love different than my wife needs to be shown love, right? I need to know that. I need to understand that. Um, I just have her do those tests and tell me which one's... I am, and she is. So that was one, just personality. Two, it might also, because I lived in three states, five cities, seven houses, four different schools, and then I got to my fifth grade year of elementary school. So after that, I stayed kind of in one place, um, but that's kind of stuck with me. Um, I fit in with everybody. I fit in any, with anyone um, and any place, I guess but I don't really fit in with anybody and I don't really fit in anywhere, if that makes sense, right? I don't know if any of you else kind of relate to that, um, to where you kind of don't just jump right in. I, I had this kind of personality that I was like, I'm leaving in a couple years. I'm not gonna jump fully in, right? So maybe it's that, and so I didn't really attach to things like that. And also, my identity is different from everywhere I've been, right? So I do identify from where I was born at in Enterprise, Alabama, El Paso, Texas, which I know there's a lot of you because there's a lot of them, right? Lubbock, Texas, Amherst, Texas, Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, York, Nebraska, then down to Port Orange, Florida, back to um, York, then down to Little Elm, Texas, Flyer Mound, Texas, and then back to York. So who, who do I identify with? Am I the person that they knew me um, when I was in Texas or in Florida, when I was in fifth grade? What, what part of me is that identity that I want to stick with, right? Because who's, who's from Dallas area? There's a few. I know there's a few. Yeah? What do you guys think of when you think of Flower Mound, Texas? Anybody? It's a pretty wealthy area, right? With, if you identified me as that, that's not me, right? I don't really identify that. I've never been wealthy. It's just that was the time of life. For some reason, we get up there. Right? And then even now... All of you guys are judging me right now, right? I have identity in front of you guys. I'm a professor, I'm a chapel speaker now, I guess. Um, so that's two, again, been everywhere. Three, it kind of goes with two. Um, I've been in and a part of a lot of different cultures. Um, it's just part of me, um, it's part of my family. Um, if you look at it, um, if you've talked with me, I'm, I have a white side, a Mexican side, and a lot of different things, um, and I'm nothing like my extended family. I, I have a very different life than anybody that my cousins, my uncles, my aunts, uh, my grandparents. I'm nothing. Our lives are not similar at all. I, we, my dad kind of took us down a completely different path, um, which I'm thankful for um, on that part. Um, so that was three. Um, that was kind of close. Again, I love that. If you, if you know me, I love asking questions about you and where you're from and being part of those different parts. Four, I have a lot of different roles and jobs. Um, I've been a paper boy when I was getting up at 4.30 in the morning all through middle school and high school. 
Um, I cleaned the lobby and bathroom at Arby's. Um, I was a dishwasher cook at Perkins. Soccer player, I was a waiter at Applebee's. Good money if you need a job. Um, appliance delivery here at Lichty's. Amazon box builder for a little bit. Chiropractor, teacher, professor, all that stuff. Um, so which identity do I identify as? Am I suddenly now a professor? Obviously, I've shown in my life I change, hopefully not a lot, I wish I, I hope I do this forever. Um, but again, do I identify with those? Um, it's definitely not this career. Um, if I look at it, it's definitely not the journey that I thought it would be. Um, I didn't think I'd end up here, which I'll talk about in a second later too. Also, what happens to the uncomfortable stuff, right? We all have stuff that we know about ourselves that we might identify as ourselves that you don't really want to think about, right? We all have those. I have those. I have been labeled a pessimist several times in my life, right? From middle school to like a week ago, literally, right? So I actually disagree with that, which I see that as I'm not actually a pessimist, right? A pessimist would think you're a pessimist, right? Isn't that, don't you think? I don't know if you think about it, I don't know. But, um, cause I see it as I, I'm a fixer, I like to look at things. Yes, I know it comes across as bad, but I like to see things and how to fix it um, and then fix them later. It's just like when all of you guys fail a test in my class, I'm not like, well, that kid's a failure, right? I look, well, what went wrong? What could I do differently in class? What can they do differently to approach that test and go from there? So again, look at the bad, but look at the good that comes out of it. But again, that goes back to you. I just want to defend myself a little bit. Right. Okay. So what happens when in high school, when I'm sitting at a basketball game, and afterwards, there's everybody's getting together, you know, going off to do something, and you hear your best friend, well, good friend, say, and someone asks them, hey, should we invite Kretz? And they say, no, right? What should I do with that? Should I identify as someone that your friends don't even want to hang out with, right? So again, what, what do I identify? There's been a lot of moments in my life on there. The joke is on them. They, got, they went to a party and got busted, and their names were in the paper the next day. So I lucked out on that non-invite. I, I wouldn't have gone anyway, but still, right, that feeling. Is that, is that me? That stuff sticks with you. I'm sure you guys have all had moments where moments like that have happened. And who knows it, who, why he said that. Again, I hung out with him other times. I don't know why he said that, but it's still there, obviously. So I can go on and on, but, those, um, but through all these changes, the good and bad, I'm glad I never set my identity on any of that stuff that I went through in my life. But again, it's important, and I'll say this again, those definitely have shaped me for who I am today, uh, but they don't are my identity. And again, that's why I have our time labeling it, because I'm not, that's not me, right? Because almost all of that's not true anymore. There's some stuff, like I'm obviously still a professor, but I'm not active in a lot of those things I went through. Um, again, they've made me uh, the person I am today, a father, a husband, professor. Again, I know those are identities. Um, but they have shaped my identity, um, but truly they're not my identity, right? A lot of things can change if you, um, people can pass away, people can move away, I can be fired. There's a lot of things that can change quickly. And so if you put your stuff in those identities, you drop far long ways sometimes. 
So how many of you are exactly where you thought you were when you were a kid? Who thought you'd be here? A couple of you? Good. Looking around for Todd Sheldon, because he, he obviously did, right? We talked about that. So I would not have million years or guesses, that's what I actually wrote, thought that I'd be right here in my life. Never. When I left York, I never thought I'd be back in York. Um, when I went through chiropractic school and got my doctorate, I never thought I would actually become a professor or teacher. Again, I don't like being in front of people, so why am I here, really, right? It doesn't make sense. I do know why. Um, Bobby Dehart up there, for some reason, after chiropractic school, I needed money when I was starting my business, and he asked if I'd adjunct a couple classes here, and I said yes, so appreciate it. So you started me down this path, Bobby. Um, again, go, I kind of skipped this one, but again, I really dislike attention being on me. So it, again, it doesn't make sense of why I'm right here, literally. Also, literally, this used to be a sand volleyball pit, so I couldn't have guessed this would be a building. So never get a, get a guess we'd be here right now. Again, dry humor, sorry. All right. Um, so what I've learned in my life, it doesn't matter where I am, what job I have. Um, if it is a job where I'm, there's people calling me doctor as I walk through the hallways, which is kind of cool, by, by, by the way, um, or the lowest job you can think of, right? Um, I won't name off jobs because all of them are important, but again, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and that's kind of been my personality. I mean, I was in a, a situation where I was in between jobs and I needed a job, and that's when I was the Amazon box builder. And I literally have my doctorate and I'm sitting there in an Amazon warehouse building boxes with people next to me in the middle of the night, right? But should I put myself down because of that? Like if my identity was I'm a doctor and I know a lot of people would, that would be really hard. It was hard, I'm not saying it was easy. But again, stuff changes pretty quick. Um, so in identity, there's definitely ones I'm proud of um, as if you go through and go through identity. Again, husband, father, professor, friend. Um, obviously, there are things that um, I can label and identify myself that I'm not proud of, that I wouldn't come up and just tell everybody. Um, obviously, like the basketball story, um, it still hurts, obviously, and still sometimes think about. Um, so again, everything can change and gone, um, be gone. So I know my worth and identity is not from anyone around me or ev even myself. So this is going back to why I can just simply say, what I said at the beginning, and I'll say it again in a little bit. Um, but the one thing that stuck with me through the whole journey of my life, even at some points when I wasn't sticking with him, is God. So again, no matter what situation in, how people were treating me, how I was treating people, he was always there. So Romans 8, 35 through 39, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or trouble or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Just as written, for your sake, we will be are killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. But in all these things, we are overwhelmingly conquered through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor power, nor height, nor depth, nor other created things will be able to separate us from the love of God that is the Christ Jesus our Lord. So again, that's kind of what I identify with, right? Um, being a son of God is my identity, and nothing can change that, even if I wanted to myself, if that makes sense. 
So again, that's again why I kind of, that identity thing, I don't necessarily think about at all because, and I'm not saying this to like brag because it's not, I've definitely, a journey to get there, but I've been through so many changes. I'm glad that I have God to be with me. Also, this is almost kind of cha- not changing it, um, but I just want to finish with the, one of the most important moments in my life. Um, and it actually made a verse my favorite um, verse. Um, I actually shared this last time in chapel, so if you were there, I'm saying it again. Um, but I was, I was um, lucky enough to go on a mission trip to Thailand when I was here, um, and I was in a, um, a temple, a Buddhist temple, with a converted Buddhist monk. So he used to be a Buddhist monk. He converted to Christianity. And I asked him, while we were in this temple, why, why did you convert? Like, what was that moment? Because if the um, Buddhist religion, at least where I was at in Thailand talking with them, they have lots of gods. They're totally okay with adding our God, and but also still believing in their other gods, which is kind of goes against what we are as Christians, at least how we are. So I was asking, why did he leave those gods behind? Why did he convert? And he said it was because of this verse. And again, it's a popular one. It's John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but so that the world might be saved through him. So when he was talking about that verse, that what hit him is he was this Buddhist monk. And, if, and there, again, I know it's different in little pockets of the world, but there they would do things like, let me pass this test to a certain God. And if I do that, I'll walk around this pole 40 times. And so he said, after, like at universities, after tests, there'll be a bunch of people just walking around this pole, right? Well, to him, they were just, those gods were just, they wanted things for them. They wanted, you do this for me, you do this for me, I'll help you, but you have to do this for me, you do this for me. In this verse, he talks about how he sent his son to die for us. Um, and that's a little different, right? Where you're sending your son to die a pretty not fun death by any means. So that's what changed him. That's what changed my perspective of our um, my God and why I believe he cares for everybody. Um, so that's it. So I hope you guys have a good rest of your semester. Okay.